What's up there, youth workers? Paul Turner here from the DiscipleProject.net here with another episode of the Youth Ministry in Motion podcast, a podcast that wants to keep you motivated and your youth ministry moving forward. How are you? How's it going? Did you survive Thanksgiving? Did you survive the family? Did you survive the nasty macaroni and cheese you might have gotten? Did you did you do okay? I hope you are. I hope that you're well. I survived all of that because we had quite a lovely Thanksgiving. Had the family in. My daughter is a fantastic baker and she baked up all the goodies. Oh man, it's good. Good stuff. In fact, I may still be in some sort of tryptophan uh, fog, if you will. So you have to pardon me if I if I maybe just drift off during, during the podcast and just, uh, Paul, where are you going? Paul, come back. Come back. I'm just kind of floating out there somewhere. But I'm going to try to dial it in. I'm going to try to keep focused today. So let's go ahead and focus in on the motion metrics for this week. Who has been listening to the podcast? I don't have any top listeners this week, uh, but in our city category, top cities, we have uh, Smyrna, Atlanta, and Sydney. That's right, Sydney, Australia, I think, because our top countries are the United States, Australia, and Germany. So big shout out to Australia and Germany. Thank you guys so much for listening. Appreciate all the listens from around the world. I know that you, wherever you are, uh, are doing good youth work. You're doing your best. You're you're just hanging in there. You're trying to reach uh, the people of your nation as we are trying to reach the people of our nation and raise up another generation of believers who will take the gospel into the streets build the kingdom and get everybody ready for the return of Christ. And uh, you know what? That's it. That's what we're trying to do, guys. And that's what this uh, podcast is about. It's about trying to help you level up your game, you know, to build a successful youth ministry that wants students to be a part of it, who want to know more about Christ, who want to be in your youth room somewhere, learning and growing and developing into student leaders, into powerful believers. That's what we want. I think that's what we all want. We we don't want to just survive. I don't believe you just want to survive. I believe you want to make a difference. And that's why this podcast exists, is to help you be able to do that. Now, today's session is all about making things better. And I started to think about the context of this, and I started to think about student leadership in, uh, in our churches and really, you know, being better isn't just for uh, student leaders. It's not just for them, but it should always start with them. That those who want to be leaders should have a be better mentality, leave it better than what you found it mentality. And uh, the stories we're going to talk about uh, that I heard over the weekend, they're going to be the focal point of this, uh, talking about the Japanese soccer team. Uh, and all that. We'll get into that in just a minute and what that means for us. How can we develop a leave it better than you found it kind of mentality? But I am getting ahead of myself uh, before we jump into that today. I want to let you know that this episode is brought to you by a new four-week series that I have called Weekend Warrior. And uh, be honest with you, not too many teenagers uh, see church as a life-giving thing. Instead, they think that church is about sitting, singing, and snoring. 
So the deal is, what if you could empower students to live like warriors all the time instead of trying to squeeze life into two and a half days? Weekend Warrior offers four lessons that can be used in multiple formats. You can use it for vacation Bible school for preteens. You can use it as a series for small group or Sunday school. You can use it uh, as a warrior retreat theme. You could use it uh, as a week of camp lessons. You could use it as a a series of Saturdays for leadership training. And uh, the four lessons cover four warriors from the Bible, David, Joshua, Jael, and David's mighty men. Each lesson has a warm-up, a talk, and discussion questions. If you are looking to build student leaders and build a culture of leave it better than what you found it, well, you can start with this and start developing leaders and get over that weekend warrior mentality where they can be a warrior every day and not just on the weekends. And the good news is it's only $4.99. That's right. Four lessons, $4.99. Grab it up. Use it in all different kinds of contexts that you want to use it. Uh, I think it'll work great in any scenario, and it'll start building that warrior mentality. All right, so let's go ahead and jump into today's session where I want to talk to you about building a better-than-you-left-it culture. And the reason I got this in my head uh, is because of soccer. Now, listen, I'm not a soccer guy, but this story I heard from the World Cup caught my attention. You see, the Japanese national soccer team won their game against Germany, but that's not the only reason they made headlines. You see, pictures of their locker room started floating around because of how immaculate it was when they left. But that's not all. The Japanese also left origami cranes, which are symbols of good fortune and longevity. And my first thought was, well, who does this? Who, who, who leaves their, their locker room so immaculate? I'm talking about things, clothes folded up, nothing in the locker rooms, nothing on the floor, nothing. Not only that, but leaving a gift behind, a blessing, if you will, of these origami cranes, which are gorgeous. And, you know, my first thought is, you know, who does this? Which shouldn't be my thought. My, my, sh- my thought should be more, you know, more like, why don't people do more of this? And listen, the Japanese fans visiting Qatar also received praise because they cleaned up trash around the stadium and not just their trash, everyone else's trash as well. I mean, listen, can you imagine leaving for a sporting event and then saying to your spouse, listen, hey, honey, don't forget the garbage bags for after the game. (laughs) And so my mind, you know, I had several questions after reading all this. Number one, why did, why did they do this? Was this a stunt? But more importantly, my question in my head was ringing was, listen, how can I build a culture of leave it better with my students? Now, after hearing all this, you may be asking yourself the same question. (laughs) How can I do that? Well, let me offer you three ways that I'm thinking through. Once again, they're not perfect, but, but I'm thinking through it is how do I start, you know, a better than you left it culture. So the first thing I think about is the example that I set. That's the first thing. The example begins with you and with me. Youth group leadership, you know, doesn't just pop out of the ground. It won't just pop up out of nowhere. It begins with a modeling process of what does better than you left it look like, right? What leave it better standards do you emulate? Do you clean up 
after you dirty something? Do you do extra or do you do bare minimum? Do you leave people with a final thought of can't wait to see them again or good riddance? So my encouragement is for you to leave an example, lay a foundation by leading the charge to stack chairs, put up tables, vacuum the carpet, take up plates, or anything else that would demonstrate that you are leading the way. Now, listen, I picked up plates at my goodbye dinner at one church that I left, and they had a little thing after church, and so I got up and just started picking up plates because I wanted to. It was intentional. And one of my leaders asked me, say, look, why are you picking up plates? This is for you. You shouldn't be taking up plates. And I said, listen, because I came to this church with a servant's mentality, that is the way I want you guys to remember me. I don't want you to remember me, you know, playing games or preaching or, you know, working and praying with kids at the altar. Those are all fine. Those are great. I'd rather leave you with the idea that servanthood is important, regardless if you're the one being honored or not, that servanthood should be exemplified because that's the thing that is modeled that most people can pick up on. You know, they're not going to pick up on, I can play that game really well. They're not going to pick up on, you know, uh, I can preach really well or whatever. They can pick up on that. Listen, there's something that a servant does that I can do. And that's what I wanted to model. The second thing I think that we can do is emphasize servant leadership. Uh, Jesus said in Matthew 20, 25 through 20, he says, but Jesus called them to him and said, you know that the rulers of the Gentiles lorded over them and their great ones exercise authority over them. It shall not be so among you, but whoever would be great among you must be your servant and whoever would be first among you must be your slave, even as the son of man came not to be served, but to serve and to give his life a ransom for many. You see, youth group student leadership begins with students serving as Jesus served, even if it means you don't get a thank you out of it, right? See, youth ministry student leaders should know that cleaning up the youth room, setting up the youth room, helping with refreshments, talking with guests doesn't require an invitation, but encourage your students to use their initiative. These are the things that you can do as a leader that I I don't have to tell you to do. If leaders just do them, they know that these are the things that need to be done and they just go ahead and do them without even being told. It's a practice you have. Now, listen, you should always encourage your students. It's not just left to their own demise. They're off building relationships, being social, doing all those things. So yes, you can always invite them into doing it until they make it a practice, until they know that that's what you always need or what the room always needs or what people in the room always need. Then they can gravitate into those uh that service mindset and be able to do what they know they can do uh, to help facilitate whatever's going on and also be an example of Christ in their service. Finally, let students know that living good lives brings glory to God. That's number three. First Peter 2.12 says, live such good lives among the pagans that though they accuse you of doing wrong, they may see your good deeds and glorify God on the day he visits us. And that term, living such good lives, or in another translation, conduct yourselves with honor, means beautiful as an outward sign of the inward good. Boy, I love that definition. That's so beautiful. An outward sign of an inward good that God made us for, to do good works. It goes right along with that, right? To do that God created us. His, we are his workmanship, created in his image, to do good works. So doing good, living with standards, 
is its own reward. But the side benefit, Peter says, is that the people around you who don't believe in God will have no choice but to glorify God because of the way you lived your life. So let your inner God-given good show. I told my students that this story was not, I told them, I said, this is not a commentary on how you leave the youth room every week. That my students are very tidy, they're helpful, but rather I encourage them to think long-term and to ask themselves, how can I leave this youth ministry better than what I found it? And my hope is that they expand this idea into how can I leave this world better that I found it. And that's it for today, guys. Thank you so much for your time and your attention today. I appreciate you being a part today. Don't forget, if you have not left a review yet for this podcast and you would like this podcast to be found, if you benefit from it, well, then help other youth pastors benefit from it as well. And the way you do that is uh, simply going to leave a review wherever you're listening to this. Uh, I'll put a link down in the show notes to Apple iTunes where you can leave a five-star review and some kind words if you'd like, and that will help this podcast get found. And don't forget, youth workers, if nobody has told you lately that you're doing a good job, well, let me tell you, you're doing a good job, and you're just going to get better. And I'll catch you guys in the next episode.